We just couldn't wait until Friday to share this with you, so here's your Save the Mermaids mini-cast. Okay, welcome back for kind of part two of the Lemurian Atlantis saga. Ooh! <laughs> so I'm going to be real with you. When we were talking about the Nomos from Sirius B and all the connections we made back to the Orang Econ uh-huh. and how like how similar those two were yeah. and how like, man, that could have really in very different parts of the world, in very different parts, Indonesia and West Africa. Like it could have actually had some substance. I got super inspired and I was like, I'm going to go through all the major stories that we know and see about what this connection is. Okay. And Atlantis completely destroyed my theory. (laughs) So I'm sorry. Honestly, the Lemurians could have fit anywhere because I feel like that was such a big story. They were shapeshifters. There was a lot to it. But the Atlanteans just, uh, honestly, I felt like this was the most humbling research I've done. So let me get into it and then I'll tell you kind of like what I think about that. So obviously we're today we're talking about the lost city of Atlantis, which was located in the Atlantic Ocean somewhere out from the Strait of Gibraltar, theoretically. But you said that you heard it was a different place. I heard that it was Santorini. Okay. Um, mostly because when I was in Santorini, they were like, this is Atlantis. I went to an Atlantis <laughs> museum. They talked all about, um, oh, who was the guy who wrote about it in the book? Plato. Plato. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that guy. I'm so sorry, sir. Plato, if you can hear me now. <laughs> He's going to get his due. We're going to talk yeah. about him. But so that was the theory was because the Santorini used to be on, um, like it was literally built on a volcano. The volcano erupted. That whole civilization got knocked out and the tsunami could be felt all the way in Crete. So it knocked out a couple of other civilizations around it as well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Is that too where the pillars of Heracles are said to be? I don't know. Keep talking and I'll look that up. Okay. Because that's kind of where where Atlantis kind of was too. The, I think the pillars that's at are... the Strait of Gibraltar. Okay. So maybe, oh no, I think you're right. That's what it's also called. So I think that's like the the gateway or whatever yeah, to that's Atlantis. at the Strait of Gibraltar okay okay so yeah somewhere over there yeah <laughs> you're <laughs> like it's, it's in the Atlantic I don't know <laughs> so first described by Plato our dude um the city or continent of Atlantis was theoretically coexistent with Lemuria which I mentioned last week um however Lemuria was said to have sunk between but below the Pacific about 25,000 years ago, while Atlantis is mostly thought to have sunk 11,000, 11,600 years ago, which is super interesting because that's when a global warning of warming event happened. Mm-hmm. And it actually was the start of the um, Holocene epoch. Oh. So that story is really consistent with how the earth was it's evolving. Yeah. yeah. So the Lemuria one, I looked and looked to try to see <laughs> if Lumeria sinking had anything to do with some sort of um, global event. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find anything. I know. So, but Atlantis does. So uh, the glaciers all melted. Um, they receded. Like there was a big change in the earth. Right. So um, that could definitely be responsible as long as the 
as well as the thermonuclear war that I talked about last week with Lemuria. How do we know about this? We need to like, who, how did thermonuclear, like, I don't know. I need words today. (laughs) And I honestly don't know who wrote the most about Lemuria, but Plato wrote the most about about Atlantis. Yeah. Like he's the guy we kind of thank for it, but Mm -hmm. I'll get more into that in a sec. So I don't really know what the consistency is as far as that one go. Cause they, they definitely had some sort of overlap. Um, I just don't know who to thank for Lumeria. Right. Lore. Right. So, um, I don't know how to answer your question. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the thermonuclear war sank Lumeria, um, with the help of a flood, but Atlantis had weak tectonic plates after the war and so the the warming event on the earth and the flooding probably Mm. did a real number on whatever kind of land mass they were on right um so if this timeline is to be believed the atlanteans survived on the surface for about eighteen thousand more years than lemuria and i mentioned that last week and it's just kind of unless the atlanteans won the war Uh which is possible I don't like won the war and then survived on super weak plates up until the next global event. It's kind of the only way this timeline fits Works. together, Okay, which is possible. I don't really know what yeah. weak tectonic plates mean. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a scientist. <laughs> so just an idea of the timeline there. So that's kind of where we're fudging some numbers, right. I think. Okay. Um, so honestly, we like to idealize the Atlanteans, but according to Plato, they were a very technologically advanced civilization, but um, they displeased their gods when they became warlike. Mm. So they believed that they were among the most evolved beings on earth and therefore deserve to control the other civilization. Oh my God, this sounds so human. I know, right? <laughs> like it's totally believable. It's our story. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. How sad is, how is that? Go. Okay. Um, that's interesting because this is where the Nazis come in. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, before I want to say that, um, I do want to point out that Plato was known for drawing his inspiration from other cultures. So he's the first one that sort of, quote unquote, made up Atlantis. It was kind of a, what's that called? A like, social narrative. Okay. Like, hey, don't do this or we're all going to fall into the earth or whatever. But it's entirely possible that Atlantis predates Plato. Okay. So I just want to throw that out there. Okay. Um, what do I want to say next? A book titled Atlantita in 1919 proposed that Atlantis was actually where the Sahara desert is now. What? So you can actually see this in the new Aquaman movie. Like they they walk through the desert and they're like, Uh how is Atlantis this far inland? And then it, and then he fell into the thing. Yeah. Oh. So that's, that was one book, but it was really widely accepted. Okay. Like a lot of people took that book and ran with it. Okay. So that could also be why there's been so many efforts by people in the Atlantic ocean to find Atlantis, like all the um, geographic scans and everything don't show anything, but right. it could be, be because it was where the Sahara desert was and with how much has shifted in terms of the earth. Like Mm -hmm. we just talked to Jeffrey from shark co who finds Megalodon teeth in on his walks in Florida sometimes. Yeah. 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 So I think that's really 
kind of cool and mm. kind of makes me feel better about everything because so much of what I found about Atlantis is like straight up this place didn't exist yeah. like not even a hope but if you think about it that way like of course we didn't find it right so okay um I want to talk about the Nazis <laughs> Because that's so interesting. So okay, tell me how this crosses over. They believed that they were descended from Atlanteans. The Nazis believed? Yes. And it's all because of a actor or a circus performer slash author. Okay. Like you do. Her name was H.P. Blavatsky. Okay. I'm sorry. German. Blavatsky. Blavatsky. H.P. Blavatsky. And she, this book is bananas. So basically... (laughs) She outlines that there are seven higher beings and the first of which was like, <laughs> I should have wrote these down. I could, I want people to go look this up themselves because it sounds like I made it up. Okay. So there's seven higher beings. The first of which was like an invisible jellyfish. And oh. then we get to um, ghost elves that live in the North Pole. And then it's like, oh gosh what was it I've forgotten but it's so weird were there drugs involved there had to have been (laughs) I mean circus performer (laughs) so yeah all the way up to there's like a weird lineage and then the next higher ups like number five was the Aryans which is where the oh I for a second I was like what are the Aryans okay (laughs) (laughs) so a whole mess of weird shit because of the Aryan race and then they believed where all the oh yeah so they took that as like this is our higher being. We are number five on this list, but I would like to note that six and seven haven't been identified yet, but they're definitely from Venus apparently. Okay. So I don't know. I really want to read this book because it's, this is odd. So did the Nazis believe that they, uh, like, would you talk to a Nazi and they would say, I descended from Atlantis in terms of like my belief system. I guess. I mean, or was I, it, it might this be, lady who connected them? It might be a little because this lady connected the Aryan race. Yeah, I think that's because this book was a big deal to the Nazis because it fit them into this narrative hierarchy of seven that what? the Aryans were number five. So they believed, like, oh, uh, so the Atlanteans were like number five three on that list I think it was like invisible jellyfish <laughs> ghost-like <North laughs> trolls in the Pol- north pole elves. something else the Atlanteans and then like the, the Aryans. Aryans so it was like a whole lineage of Weird. we are clearly better than you because look We're at our invisible jellyfish because we're invisible jellyfish Man, the power of story, though. You know what I mean? They, like, I can really take it and run with it. And I swear, okay, I was watching. Um, I mean, I've seen a bunch of. There's been a bunch of weird videos um, oh, yeah. on like History Channel about Nazi science and like what Hitler was researching. Yeah. And I remember seeing this one. I think it was Ancient Aliens about like they thought that they were testing like spaceship and space travel and all these like really intensely weird 
super far into the future technologies that we clearly don't have and then someone was like oh well there must have been like a dark presence helping them out because they got hella dark mm-hmm. and all this stuff it could have been this book because like i said the next after the arians there's number six and number seven which haven't been identified she didn't identify them no but apparently they live on venus so the space thing does totally connect right so maybe they were trying to like reach mm, like, i wonder what it connect. is about venus i don't know i want to read this book yeah <laughs> So I think it sounds creepy. Yeah. This woman sounds insane, but basically (laughs) I think she wrote this book and outlined this weird hierarchy and other stuff. Like, I think she was an influencer of sorts for the Nazis. Okay. So her name again is H.P. Blavosky. So whoever wants to look History is odd. It's weird. And it's really, it's really interesting to me, the power of like, mythology and lore and all of these stories and how people will like take it as a part of themselves and just run with it in a good way or a very bad way right, right? like it's not even just down the middle you're either no, like doing really good stuff you're a shaman from Lula yeah exactly or you're a nazi from invisible jellyfish <laughs> yeah i think i'd much rather run into a Lemurian healer Girl, or somebody who believes they're a Lemurian <laughs> healer than i do yeah. somebody who believes they're an invisible dark jellyfish uh-huh. so yeah that's um hot I know and it's interesting too because as I said people from pop culture like to depict Atlantis as like a utopian futuristic yeah. peaceful place mm-hmm. but if we go back to Plato and like really to the root of the story of Atlantis it had a fatal flaw which was hubris what is hubris it's pride Oh yeah. Huh. Right. So wow. So... Ooh, this is a good, like, you can see why people would tell the story to their children for sure. Right. And so, yeah, they were said to be really materialistic, mutual, uh, military focused, power hungry. Um, America, America, right? <laughs> like it's all very, very familiar. We can say that because we're military. Yeah. Right. Please don't cancel us. Please don't cancel us. <laughs> Um, and obviously this led to their corruption, pissing off their gods and ultimately their downfall. Wow. So, I mean, honestly, if we did find Atlantis, like chances are they would kill us all. Yeah. Like if they're still there and it's actually a thing. Continuing civilization. Disney got another one wrong because those people would be real bad for us. Yeah. Is that crazy? Let's run into the Lemurians. I, I know I really I, let's find them love the Lemurians better In but Mount I Shasta. kind of enjoyed the social commentary of Atlantis really what do you mean well just because Plato had if this is his story mm-hmm. he had such a fucking finger on the pulse of what people are like <laughs> I see that and, you know yeah. it's I mean, this is not the story I wanted it to be. When I, I, like I said, when I went in, I wanted my little theory to like string together and I wanted it all to be mermaids and like come back to what we're doing here. But it was so interesting that it took such a left turn. And it's so human. And it's so human. Wow. I know. So that's the story of Atlantis. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so when I was in Santorini, because 100% <laughs> everybody in Santorini believes that Santorini was Atlantis. That's like their claim to fame. I love that. And it's because of the shape. I don't know if you, when you were doing research on it, it was the shape of how Atlantis was described. And it was described as an inner island 
and then an outer like almost like two crescents or like a another circle mm-hmm. and there were bridges all across it and then they described like the inner um, like the outside being more of fields and the inside being more of a city and that sort of thing and that is how santorini was set up on top of this volcano we didn't know it was dormant volcano mm-hmm. that should exploded yeah um <laughs> But they were super advanced as well. And this was also during the time when the Greeks, the Greeks were like, <laughs> just like fucking shit up. <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of things. So this is like Sparta and all of these yeah, warring very warlike. people. It was like, and I honestly, I kind of wonder, because you think of this in all throughout history and it seems like there's phases when humans just like lose it and just try to kill everybody and conquer everybody mm-hmm. and take over everybody and then phases where it's chiller but I honestly think it's a part of everyday life like the more that you think of it, yeah. it like maybe we'll go 10 years without a war and then there's another one and then there's another one and then there's another one and I really don't know what that comes from if it's coming from like hubris yeah I mean, what it seems yeah, like. for, it's interesting because if you look at the two stories we just talked about it's so yin and yang it is like you have your peaceful times and you have your not so peaceful times. yeah and oh. they existed together mm-hmm. which is super interesting and they didn't necessarily destroy each other although atlantis did force lemuria theoretically <laughs> to disperse oh. but they're still around you know, I like that. That's super interesting. Super interesting. Mm, we just, we got super deep. Wow. Minis. Humans. Humans. I like Lemuria the best. Me too. <laughs> like, like by far. I must say, I want to go hang out with the whales. <laughs> I just feel like. Because they're going to know where the mermaids are. You know what else has just popped into my head? Ooh, mm. we're just on some weird <laughs> tangents. We're having a weird it's day. like. Okay, so if the Atlanteans, I mean, yeah, so the Atlanteans were humans and, you know, their gods exploded them because they were being assholes, Mm -hmm. which we understand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that to us. (laughs) But that was like very human, right? But then with Lemuria, they transformed into animals that we think of as very peaceful. Like whales are the ultimate like protector of the seas. They'll literally stop humans from like being attacked by sharks they'll stop sharks from attacking other baby animals i mean except for the orcas still attack the humpbacks because orcas are kind of assholes orcas are like maybe the yeah maybe the orcas became it makes sense in terms of where in the world they are too yeah (laughs) we're on that this is our new theory our new theory is orcas are atlanteans orcas are atlanteans <laughs> and the whales are lemurians oh man yeah this went real off the rails but i really <laughs> i really like our new theory <laughs> it's it's in that whole that's a lot it's a lot yeah huh i mean it definitely reminds me of ancient greece and ancient rome i know but this this whole thing just makes me want to tie in like a bunch of historical stuff but yeah. i like i said i was getting off real left turn tangent like once i hit nazis i was like <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to research mermaids <laughs> why are the nazis Where here this come from <laughs> the nazis i love i love that it got there i never <laughs> once thought that we would cover nazis on save the mermaids podcast i really didn't think it would get there always expect the unexpected (laughs) that was great (laughs) 
Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.